When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. making it worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Meh. Textual healing. So we've talked about the Don't Say Gay Bill, which seems to keep progressing in Florida. Um, And again, it's just a really intense uh, attempt to silence queer voices to children of and to children mm-hmm. uh, it's just a really harsh um a Prevents really teachers harsh, harsh legis- about gay stuff in mm-hmm. children yeah. yeah it's just silencing and it's a really harsh um harsh legislation that i think we'll potentially keep talking about but most important to this week is that um the question is to the question of to whether or not alan will be boycotting disney uh, as the news came out that they have refused to stop funding the don't say gay bill Okay, this is a complicated issue for me. I will Mm. say that up top because Mm -hmm. whenever things over the years, there are all these moments and rightfully so. I think if you want to boycott Disney, boycott Disney. I think that's great. And I do love people getting more involved in seeing where corporate money is going to in politics. I think that's Mm -hmm. a very important thing that needs to be more transparent and more people should know. That said, I this is where I turn into sort of the journalist and not the comedian slash Disney fan in that in moments like this, I really wish there was more great journalism. And and it speaks to sort of the the activist nature of social media. sometimes, yeah, performative activist nature of of social media sometimes. And let me explain, because I do think if you want to boycott Disney, boycott Disney, they should not be funding candidates like this. And the primary sponsor of the Don't Say Gay Bill is this man named Dennis Baxley in the Florida Senate, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's done some horrible, horrible things. You know, he's he once compared kids who live with same-sex parents to kids who are raised by alcoholics or abusers and later said, I'm not phobic, but I simply can't affirm homosexuality. And mm. he's cool. trying to block, you know, queer adoption, parents, queer parents from adopting children and all kinds of horrible things. So I, I don't think that he should be receiving money from an organization or a business that 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 tends or says they support LGBTQ employees and 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 other causes. And they yeah. do. I mean, Disney does give to human rights campaign and a bunch of other you know queer organizations. That said, whenever there's a loud moment targeting one corporate entity, I question it because I'm mm-hmm. thinking like I know how politics works, and I know that lobbying is a big part of politics, and I know that politicians especially important ones who sit on a lot of committees and do a lot of really big things are getting money from big corporations to then support that the business interests of that corporation in legislation. And which is what exactly Disney is doing with this Dennis Baxley, his, his district has a lot of Disney employees. And so Disney is giving to this person who represents a lot of Disney, whatever, it's how it works. 
that said, and it's not, I don't think that necessarily should be how it works, but it is how it works right now. And one of the things that when, whenever there's this big outcry of let's boycott this one corporation, I question, okay, well, yeah, sure. Let's boycott this one corporation, but also let's boycott every other organization, business corporation that has benefited or has donated to this person. For example, mm. the whole conversation is about Disney, which rightfully so. They shouldn't be giving money to this person. This person has also received money from Charter Communications, Comcast, Sprint, AT&T, Expedia. Expedia has an amazing LGBTQ travel campaign that they put oh, yeah. for people to, to go onto Expedia and go on gay destinations. That they're supportive of gay destinations, which they are. And they are supportive of queer people using their service because it's yeah. good for their money. But they also have given money to this Dennis Baxley guy. Yeah. Other, or other corporations, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan Chase, Microsoft, NBC Universal, Pfizer. United Postal Services, Wells Fargo. There are so many lows. There are so, so many right, corporations. Right, right, yeah. that, hold on, let me finish. There are so okay. many corporations that give to politicians of both parties. And should they be doing that? I don't necessarily think they should be doing that. Mm-hmm. But my my question. So obviously, like what what is? I mean, I I I guess I wasn't aware that corporations gave so much on such a micro level. This is just a guy in the Florida Senate. Well, and then. Um, the, the, uh, the donations from at the corporate level are from political action committees that are often based in that state level. So sure. it's it's not coming from the Disney Corporation. It's coming from Disney Photo Image Services, Disney Vacation Club Pack, Disney, et cetera, or Lowe's Florida Pack or AT&T Florida. It's like those. Yeah, yeah, packs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the CEO isn't picking this one. Guy. But exactly. like, what is this? What does this what is this guy doing? Is, is it possible that he has just... Well, he's a senior member of, I believe, the state Senate in, in Florida, and thus sits, on a, thus sits on a lot of committees that run legislation through their committees that then benefit these companies, these, organ, these corporate companies, which I don't think that's how it should work. Let me, let me say that right now. Like, that should not be how politics should work. I don't think we should necessarily... We should be having a larger conversation than boycotting one company that, sure... I don't want them giving money to this person, but I also don't think they're necessarily anti-gay. He seems it though. He very much seems it though. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess. Well, go ahead, Elliot. Sorry. No, I'm just, what do you, what do you think you'll do, Alan? What do I think I'll do? Yeah. We boy, I boycotts work. I do think having a conversation about and boycotting services, it does work. And I think it's, I think people should go ahead and do that. But I also think the conversation needs to be more nuanced. Well, I think I think boycotts can work, uh, but I think most I would imagine, and obviously I, I haven't done all of the, you know, I haven't done a deep dive into, you know, uh, the profits before and after a um, a boycott for any com- any number of companies that are boycotted every day on uh, via social media now. But mm-hmm. yeah. my my hunch is that anything that is shy of like getting like uh, like a ton of play in the media. Any boycott that is shy of that it isn't making a dent in yeah. the margins of a of a billion dollar multinational corporation. That would just be my hunch. Yeah, that and this you one know. is making a dent. I will say, and and you know there are some pretty <clears throat> prominent people. Eric Cervini also he was mm-hmm. past guest on this podcast. He's the one who sort of start we well, didn't start it, but he he pushed it out there, yeah, and, and a lot it, of people yeah. uh, got on board. And I think it's great. I think that is a great thing to do. But I also think we should question why are we focusing on one company when. 20 other companies that we use services from are also giving the same amount of money, if not equal amount, to 
this politician as well or to this. I, mean, I think it's probably I would imagine it's just because it's Disney. It's so accessible and exactly. because like gay days and all that shit. But also I would question, too, because it is the biggest. The company is the biggest. Then what's the end goal of it? Because I'd also like to take down Lowe's. <laughs> right. Know? Or I'd also like to talk about NBC Universal, who has a great queer initiative. But yet they're also giving money to this this politician. And so am I going to stop watching The Office on Peacock? Probably not. But yeah, we're not having that conversation because the one conversation is about Disney. So I think it's just sort of the, the conversation is being steered in one direction for attention, attention purpose, which I think is key to get people talking about it, which is a good thing. People are talking about this. Don't say gay bill. That's a great, wonderful thing. And if we have to use Disney to have that conversation, I think we should do that. I also think we should have a larger conversation about corporate donations and how they're sort of working in politics right now. Well, I think the really important question is if Brent will stop listening to Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid (laughs) on repeat. Never, (laughs) never. (laughs) First of all, I already bought it and it's on my iPod Nano for the rest of of days. So... Not even joking. We're here with Rana Glickman of Ask Rana. Hi, Rana. Thanks for joining us today. Elliot, darling, how are you? It's been too long. It has been too long. And before we even started, um, H. Allen was was explaining that he's sort of squirming today, um, which is which is unusual. But I will say that it's because of a back injury. Yeah, not because yeah. I'm sitting on anything. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm you're... and I really need to know if if if. You know, if you, you have any advice, have advice, because that's what you do. You dole out advice. Well, of course. But I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not going to pull it out of thin air. I need to know what H. what H. Allen was up to and what I mean. He The first thing he said was he has no idea how he injured himself, which, of course, is the absolute rubbish. So let's just get to, <laughs> let's get. Well, it's, okay. uh, the, I will tell you this. The answer is always in the question that I find it's true in the work that I do. It's true. The way that people ask the question is where the answer is, where I always <laughs> divine the answer. So, <laughs> well, I think it started. So the three of us went out to a very big dinner and I had a, I had a large portion of biscuits and gravy. I think right. that might be the start of the culprit. I don't know. But then yeah. where did you, where did this take place in Los Angeles, California? It, yeah, at the, the yeah. most hipstery diner in all of Echo Park. Bright spot. Um, and new ownership. Wonderful food. If you're in. Is that food. right? Yes. New who's ownership. Ma- who's cooking the food there now? I don't know. It's not a Jew. I can tell you that because the pastries yeah. were not delicious, but the actual mm-hmm. food was delicious. Mm-hmm. With the biscuits and gravy, would you say they were Southern caliber? Do you first of all, do you have the ability to speak to that? I do. I do. And they were not. That's the sort of thing people would say. Oh, the biscuits are great. You think, where'd you ever have a biscuit? (laughs) I mean, exactly. I come from from Pillsbury gravy. Yes. No, if it's Pillsbury, it's not a biscuits and gravy that but it wasn't Southern caliber, but it was sort of Los Angeles high-end caliber. They're, they're huge. The biscuits they're are like huge, like, like, huge giant, biscuits. like boulder. They're humongous. And I mean, and so caliber biscuits and gravy is on toast, basically. <laughs> is this a repetitive injury is what I want to know. Have you had this injury before? I've had a similar one before, but not often. Where, where is the pain? Should we start there? Well, it started yesterday. Like my whole like back slash like left leg was in pain, but now it's just sort of a Charlie horse in my thigh, in my left thigh. But why do you think it would start from food? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I, I we went out to dinner and then the next day I woke up and I'm in excruciating pain. Maybe it's you two. I don't know. <laughs> we, we sitting in a terrible booth is my question. No, we actually started in a booth and then we moved to a different booth because I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror eating biscuits and gravy. That's right. Can I just that's stand right. that? Sure. <laughs> It wasn't, that, on, now, it wasn't now we've gotten to the real question. <laughs> the real question is 
<laughs> how do I how do I tolerate the sight of myself eating anything? <laughs> yeah, why do places have mirrors when you're eating? No one oh. wants to see themselves eat. Well, not everybody hates themselves. That you know, some <laughs> some some people can eat a biscuit and say, "Look at look at me, this is wonderful. I'm living my right. best life." Not look at me, I'm a you know, I'm a heathen. Pig, pig in a trough, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, food is like sex, and that it's like, I mean, some people, I guess, I, I don't know. So the way people talk about like filming themselves. Like I want to jump off a bridge, so I don't want to film myself, and I also don't want to watch myself eat. It's too no. intimate. Like I don't need that. that wait, wait, that'll wait. set up so much self criticism. Who films themselves? Like the people? You no, know, like there's the trope of people. Like no, no, yeah. no, no, no. The trope of people filming themselves having sex. I'm basically referring to a Friends episode, but like oh, people okay. filming themselves having sex or alan watching himself eat food in a mirror it's like oh sure i'm sure. with him on that i don't want either of those things, oh i thought you know? meant the mukbang people <laughs> yeah. oh mukbang yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey alan loves those videos actually. i do love those videos you but find those them people, what is it that you love about them what do you think it is that it are you a pimple papa person too? no not at all Ooh, uh-huh. no i can't yeah, those, stand those, those are rough yeah those people are rough but it's it's that because i'll, I'll i know i'll never want to meet these people so I yeah. enjoy seeing themselves do ridiculous things that I would she, never do. What's your favorite when they shove like a whole noodle? Yeah. Is it noodles? No, it's it's pizza. It's when people are able <laughs> really? to get the pizza in their mouth and just kill whole pizza. Mm. And they eat a whole Domino's pizza. <laughs> this, this, you know, this, it's just it blows this tiny little girl. Well, she's not so tiny. She's kind of thick, but she's like tiny in height. And she ate yeah. a whole Domino's pizza. And it just unbelievable. Mm. Paytas is who I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 And made it and made it look easy. Made it look mm-hmm. easy, which I mean, I could do too, but not that good. Looking. Here's my here's my question to you: Do you take magnesium ever? No, I don't. Do you ever take magnesium? But do you ever drink natural calm? Do you know what that is? No, I have the app so, calm. Natural. Well, this is a companion <laughs> to that. They're not they're not branded together, but natural <laughs> calm is a magnesium drink. It's like a fizzy drink, like an Alka Seltzer drink that you take at night. And magnesium is supposed to help you sleep. It's supposed to sort of settle your system. But what it really also does is if you ever have leg cramps or muscle pains or that sort of thing, magnesium is usually a good place to start. Oh, wow. That's oh, very sort of get Only get the original of the lemon flavor. Don't get confused about the raspberry or the, <laughs> you know, this or that. But they have it at either natural food stores like a Whole Foods yeah. or mm. in Los Angeles. What's the place? Erewhon. Uh, sprouts. Air one probably Air has one, it, yeah. or Lassen's. Yeah. That's oh, another Lassen's. one. Oh, sure. So what? That sort of a place. And in fact, I think CVS probably even has it. But mm. if I were you, the only thing is, it's going to uh, <clears throat> clear your bowels. Like so <laughs> oh, right. make sure you make sure you take it at night, and then you wake up and you enjoy the the benefits twelve hours later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you, I it's not until this last this past year, the last like six months even. When I, I mean, I've never thought of magnesium as anything. Like I know what it is, but I hadn't thought about it. And a friend uh, started dating uh, a person who is sort of a, let's say a contrarian um, and a con- conspiracy theorist light. And so he has I a I was going to of- say a yoga anti-vaxxer. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. A wellness yes. guru. They, mu- they must be doing so well in the dating these days. <laughs> I mean, truly, I can't think of anything more attractive. It's so, a, it's a, yeah, it's a moment. And for all these friendship. people are people that used to destroy their bodies doing drugs and alcohol and everything else. And then they get sober. And now their body's a temple and they think you couldn't possibly put that in your body, could you? And you think to yourself, you used to do cocaine. 
yeah. mixed with construction glue <laughs> and I don't know what else, and, you know, and you'd pay anything for it. Right. And you're worried about what you might be getting in an mRNA vaccine. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's really scary. And it's it's a it's a, it's like a well, it's people. a yeah, it's a toxic wellness toxicity in wellness, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But you have uh, to thank them for completely weeding themselves out because yeah. they're so boring to begin with those people. And you yeah. just think, oh, now I don't have to talk to you at all. Right. Before well, I had to yeah. find a way forward. You know, now I don't yeah. know. you've done it. You've done it. You've thinned the herd for me. Thank goodness. The other <laughs> he, thing he is there's the- something called Sombra. Oh, I don't know. S-O-M-B-I-A, like shadow in Spanish or something. Yeah, I was oh. thinking uh, like a Spanish soft drink. And it is a... You can order it on Amazon and it's a muscle, um, oh. you know, like a Ben Gay type thing. And it works, oh, one, works oh. wonders. Muscle, muscle relaxant. Yeah. Well, I was going to say just on off the magnesium thing, he has a lot of advice. You know, he doesn't like to, quote unquote, he, he's got a lot of advice about things and, and treatments and the body and, and all that stuff uh, that I sort of take with a grain of salt. But he was really, uh, uh, really adamant about in- incorporating magnesium into my diet. Mm, and yeah. I even mentioned it to my parents and they were like, oh yeah, 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 magnesium, magnesium. How do you get it, it in your diet? How do you, what do you eat to get magnesium? Oh, it's a supplement. Oh, supplement, okay. Yeah, you can either take it as a pill or you can, uh, or you've been at natural calm. Elliot, I'm sure your parents, aren't they trainers or something or they used to be, they're very athletic, your parents. They're just, they're just, yeah, they're yeah. active. They're very yeah. Healthy. Very active, yeah. Very healthy. They, uh, they'll know about natural calm. They probably will oh, have been they, taking yeah. it for, like me for the last 40 years. Sort of. Well, my mom, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, I just know about it because of her constant, she talks about, there's no ailment that she won't talk about. So <laughs> everyone knows about her bowel movements and what's happening, what's not happening in her uterus. And Does she we all know everything. Does she, announce, what? Does she announce BMs? Oh, I mean, ev- everything is on the record for everyone to know. And if you have questions, she's got answers. So th- that's why you're so open to me sharing my uh, bowel movement details with you, Elliot. Well, it's why? a very, it's a very Jewish thing, also. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they're not the people that go to the bathroom with the door open, but they might be. Uh, cl- uh, uh, close to it, close to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The door to the door to the bedroom's open, but the door to the bathroom isn't. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> or the That's other it. way around. The door to the bathroom's open, but the door to the bedroom's right. closed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, even though Brent is not Jewish, Brent famously talks about um, his diary, his own <laughs> GI system to yeah. also to anybody who will listen. But it's taken, we've been friends for almost 15 years and it's taken only until like the last couple of years when I really finally put together that the bit the bit was not a maybe Brent you want to explain when you talk about rock hard turds and how it like I had to kind of explain well that's a, pro- a rock a rock hard turds a problem that's well I that, you know, I, that means you're a little dehydrated you're a little bit constipated but well, even, but the, a, there's a value the, there's a value what is system. the stool system called yes. again that the uh, oh god I've scale. looked it up a yeah. million fucking times and I always yeah. forget the name of the stool <laughs> yeah. chart yeah. Um, Alan, can you Google that so we can find? Yeah. Peanut, so you really want peanut butter? Is what you really want? <laughs> yeah. you, you want? Like right I asked me to Google it as if like I'm not involved. Well, be, because I need to talk about diarrhea, Alan. <laughs> I'm very preoccupied right now. <laughs> no, but I, I I have actually been taking um, Metamucil for the first time in my life, and that's sort of changed everything. But for literally my what entire adult life, keeps you regular. Yeah, I had chronic habitual diarrhea. And Ooh. Elliot, whenever I would kind of emote and and chronic and, and habitual, chronic <laughs> and habitual, 
Habitual uh, makes it sound like a choice. I don't think it is right. unless unless you're eating hot sauce for dinner every night. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was really there were times where it was habitual marijuana smoker. I remember waking up one day. I have a bad habit. What is it? Yeah, yeah. I diarrhea all the time. <laughs> I remember waking up one day and I ate like a banana and I got diarrhea afterwards. It was the other way around. It's supposed to be the other way around. Yes, but you have something else going. I mean, you have the irritable bowel syndrome. Mm -hmm. So that's what I thought. And then I, I finally went. I mean, I've, I've actually gone to doctors periodically over, over yeah. the course of my life. And they've always been like, it's not. You, you don't have anything diagnosable. You just have a loose system. That's and how you can tell Brent's not a Jew. Periodically, has, gone, has he gone to doctors? With, uh, like, I'm going to a doctor once a fucking month. <laughs> also, meanwhile, Elliot always brags about like. how he never has diarrhea. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't brag about it. I, I, there's no bra I don't think about it. But Brent's value system is such that he'll like say you have you have this or rock hard turds or whatever. And for years, I'd be like, LOL. Like, I, it's funny because it's so weird. But I'd never actually put into I never put it together that he was assigning a value to the the idea that I'm re regular or I don't have regular. Right, right. You're living it. Well, you're living a very comfortable life, and you're not. He is. I mean, yeah. that's a pr position of privilege or advantage that you're so. in. Yes, Wait, I guess so. and you don't understand Brent's pain, what he's going through. Wait, Ron, exactly. I have to ask you because exactly. I feel yeah. like. But I'm worried about Brent. You can ask me anything you want, but I'm worried we are, about Brent because are. wait, as he's about to drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> There's the habitual part of it. There we go. I feel like I but feel like the, after. But I minutes, do want him to. I want you to clear out your microbiome. I want you to deal with it. Find out what's going on with your microbiome. And okay. the only way to do it truly is to get have a stool sample. That's the truth. Okay. And nobody wants to do it because it's disgusting. But it's three days. You know, you have to take a couple <laughs> right, sample. Right. And right. you learn things about the inside of your guts that you never thought you could know. And right, if you should one, really do this. And if one GI tells you that there's nothing wrong with you, you have to go to another one because okay. that's the Jewish GIs way. are a very yeah, yeah. it's a very complicated thing. GIs. Some of them are good at what they do, and some of them aren't so good. All I and know some of them just tell you you're nervous, and that's not right. a good enough answer. That, that's yeah. not enough. And all I know is that. My sister has told Brent to take psyllium husks and Howard Stern always talks about Metamucil. So I suggested yeah. both to Brent and yeah. luckily Metamucil seems to work. Metamucil so that means you were lacking fiber. If it's uh, it it's seems like I was lacking. Yeah. Even though I ate, I eat a lot of grape nuts, I felt like yeah. I was getting enough fiber, but the, uh, the magnesium drink I'm talking about will have mm. the opposite effect. So just keep okay. your eye Ooh. on it. Maybe, H, I'll, maybe I'll treat myself. I'll take the days. magnesium. Yeah. H, you had a question. For I you. do. I do. I feel like people listening are like, okay, 10 minutes of poop. We have to. Move. Right. <laughs> well, right. So, you know what? Everyone can. The people always say, oh, I don't want to talk. You know what? I'm with Elliot's parents on that. Look, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's important. It's important. Everyone table. poops. It's one of the only things right. we all do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, as my and I, I, I say third favorite Jew, because there's a line and you'll be OK with this lineup of Jews. You are my third favorite. We'll Jew, say right after Barbara Streisand, Golda Meir, Elliot's mother, Sandy, and then you. So I well, haven't met Sandy. So I, I would prefer to be above Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to ask you. So I converted to Judaism. I, I was oh, raised dear. Mormon and then I converted. to Judaism. <laughs> so I have to ask you, what do you think about people who convert? And you have questions for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have questions for me. How old are you? You don't have to answer that question, but are you under, I mean, I how old are you when I you converted? Answer that question. I was 30. And did you do it for a person or it was just something no, you just wanted myself. to do? Just for myself. And are you practicing? Yes. 
You go to synagogue on Friday yes. night. I have two you... synagogues. Wait, really? you go to synagogue? You yeah, go to synagogue? Well, I mean, I, now I'm watching it on Zoom, but yes. Right. Yeah. right yeah. But right. you're in, you're actually interested in the religion. It's not or yeah. oh, you like being part of the religion and mitzvah. the community. I was bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. That's fun. Yeah. It was so there's a whole fun. movie about it. Latter-day Jew. I'll send you the link. Mm-hmm. Now, are you friends with Bridger Weinega? No, I don't think so. Do you know who he is? No. That was a long pause. He uh, he has a podcast. You can tighten that up. He uh, has a podcast called I Said No Gifts. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. And he is, a. I guess I could call it a former Mormon. They sent him a letter, told him he wasn't welcome. Yes, I got that letter, too. Yeah. Uh, Did you grow up in Utah? No, Missouri. The second place Mormons went to. (laughs) Wait, you got a letter? Yeah, you get a letter after they don't want you anymore. It's yeah. the most horrible thing in the world. Yeah. And, and it is the, three, the missionaries came to his mom's house to like yeah. verify that they don't want Alan in the. Yeah. In the. Wow. It is. Whatever. It is one of the most brutal. Uh, I was going to say passive aggressive. It's not passive aggressive at all. It, it's such an yeah. it's such an odd thing, though, I suppose, you know, whatever's going on now in this country is totally topsy-turvy anyway. But so, you know, in some ways it's never been more open. In other ways, people are obviously, you know, trying to overcorrect in places that, uh, you know, it's absolutely astonishing. On the other hand, good luck enforcing whatever that nonsense is where you Mm -hmm. tell people they can't be who they are or they, you know, Mm -hmm. it's absolutely crazy. Texas, I believe, is where they're doing it right. Texas, Florida. Florida, the don't say gay in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, It's such a strange idea. The idea of talent. It's like saying, don't be blonde. Mm -hmm. We're getting rid of all the blondes or we're getting rid of all the redheads or whatever it is that you don't come here and you are who you are and that's what's going on. And somehow we're going to, you know, we're going to, call parts of the population. I mean, Elliot and I have a little experience with that, but, <laughs> but, my, and now you too, H, welcome to too. the family. <laughs> uh, but it's one of the most horrifying things they say, they say, instead of just sort of like most religions, allowing people to kind of fall away. Yeah. They make a point to tell you, we just want to remind you, you're not going to heaven and you can't be part of this anymore. That what yeah. we're doing. And in fact, you're not part of your family. Exactly. Anymore. You can't it's go really what Mormonism. You go to heaven with your family. Like that's the yeah. whole point of being sealed in the, in the, in the temple. Yeah. So the church is letting you know, in case your parents were okay with it, they're letting you know that they're <laughs> yeah. not allowed to be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely, it's vicious. I think it's vicious. Yeah. Um, it's so and funny it too inspires they- so much shame, obviously too, because mm-hmm. it's in front of the community. It's not, mm-hmm. ju- you know, three people come to the door. Everyone in the neighborhood knows. Or you go to a synagogue and it's like, come on in. Who cares who you are? Have something to eat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the irony is that there's such a, I mean, at least in from what I know about Mormonism, there's such a, whether it's true or, or whether it's authentic or false, like a desire to like invade, invade you with ki- kindness and general help. Yes. You want to help, 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 help. But I think it's part of like the mission. And well, so being and able to, on the other end of it, be so cruel to somebody who yeah. exists. Well, you give so much of, there's a, there, I forget the term now, but you give so much of how much you earn each year to the church in order to. Tithing. And, yes, Tithing, right, you. yeah. And they, yeah. and they, and, but they also provide essential services like childcare, like often transportation. Like there's lots of different things that the church does for you that makes your life that you would be paying for. Right. Well, people pay into the mafia too. I yeah. Mean, that's, <laughs> right. I mean, really, yeah. if you yeah. you want to have your garbage collected in Naples, Italy, you have to make sure that you pay the right guy. 
Yeah, right. you know, and that right. guy is not the guy from the local council. He's the guy. I want to see you going to Italy on a trip to Italy and asking who picks up your garbage. Yeah, who picks up the garbage? You've yeah. been to Italy. Who do I need assuming? to talk about the guy. Come on, Elliot. Of course. What a joke. Of course. I've been to Italy. Yeah, of course I've been to Italy. I'm trying to think where you haven't been. I will say one of my favorite <laughs> moments in podcast history is I believe it was Jimmy Pardo who asked <laughs> if you go to theme parks and <laughs> your laugh was you laughed so hard that it was like silent. <laughs> and I've never I, I will never forget where I, I was. I'll never forget like where I was. It was my favorite moment in Podcasters. I don't think in my life I ever laughed as hard as I did in that moment. It was so Jimmy Pato asked me if I was an amusement park person, <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed for maybe four minutes. I could not talk, recover from. You talked about. I think you said something about like, and yeah, I, I go to the gas station and clean off my feet afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I can't imagine asking me if I was an amusement park <laughs> that I wanted to feel sticky. That's what I wanted to go somewhere to feel sticky all day. How do I feel about converts was your question. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, I open arms, but to me, it's about, I just hope you're getting from it, whatever you want to get from it. I think, I don't think people should have to convert for their partners. So that, that's my only piece of hesitation is if mm-hmm. you want to be part of this, come right in as far as I'm concerned. Nothing is perfect, but there are a lot of very wonderful things about the Jewish religion. It's a questioning. Re- I mean, look, there's extremism in every religion. So like we're talking it. sort of about the center here. We're not really talking about, you know, yeah, Shereem or whatever in right. uh, Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, we're not talking every <laughs> yeah. this exists in all societies. So we're just not talking. That's not what we're really talking about. We're talking yeah. about sort of everyday cultural Western mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for me, I'm a big fan of Jewish people, obviously. I think we're fun. I think we uh, I think we eat well. I yes. think that we, uh, you know, I do think it's true that the door is more or less open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think especially being a former Mormon, I mean, we're a loose the people. I'm certain that, you know, Mormonism oh, yeah. is one of, look, every every family and every group have their secrets, but yeah. Elliot's mother can't keep a mouth shut. Out of <laughs> Not one. Not a one. Oh, no, well, she's Sandy has secrets. You'll ne- you'll just never know what they are. <laughs> <I know. laughs> she she's, yeah. she's covering over her secrets with all the information that she's sharing is basically <laughs> what, she's, what she's doing. But it's a very warm, wonderful. Oh, yeah. And the religion itself is a very sort of pro- thought provoking, if you care to yeah. practice, thought provoking, engaging uh discussion based hey, yes yeah. and i think th- yeah. and i actually think in our day and age that is rarer and rarer, Very and rarer. Know everybody yeah. complains yep. about social media this and that but truly when the algorithm is serving up more of the same all the time to me, it's very interesting. We had Mike Schur on the podcast the other day talking oh, Mike, about this yeah. book that he wrote, How to Be Perfect, mm-hmm. which is basically a sort of how-to guide to Western philosophy for the last 2,000 years or whatever. But it's it's a it's a uh, you know humorous book. Yeah. I did this so you don't have to, and it was sort of it sort of came out of his um, you know development of the good place and everything mm-hmm. around it, and this these ideas of moral philosophy. But it's very true. It used to be the basis of a formal education was you had to study things like that. I'm talking, you know, 100 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. You had to study the classics or you had to study philosophy, et cetera, et cetera. You had to understand where humanity came from or the enlightenment in order to understand 
where you were now and what you could contribute to the future. Mm. And that kind of education has disappeared. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody thinks, well, why shouldn't I just be allowed to do whatever I want? And I, I for, for sure believe in a formal education first. You yeah. can do whatever you want once you have a, it's like, why can't I just make a suit? Well, you can, but maybe you should learn to sell first. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Have the foundation. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Do you like being converted to other people welcoming oh, at your it. synagogue? Uh, they, they, I find Los Angeles Jews are a lot, are very welcoming. There are some parts in New York that aren't. So, and Israeli Jews, I find, are like, why would you convert? It's like all over the place. Jews are very different in their reactions, which is yeah. another thing that I love. And the other thing, I mean, I think for me, within Christianity in general, there's no ability to question anything. You can't question God. You can't question Mm. the existence of things. You can't openly be an atheist, which I'm not, but like you can't openly be an atheist. And in Judaism, there's space for all of those factors, which is a lovely thing. Have you been to Israel? Do you also study or speak Hebrew? I'm curious. I have to study it, but I don't speak it. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You so you could read it or whatever. I can read what I've learned. Fake it a yeah. little. Yeah. You can read a pr- you can read a prayer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think Elliot can do more than that. He can't. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. No, just born Jewish. That's yeah. all. Oh, uh, wait, Ron. And I, how does your family feel about it? Is the other thing I wanted to They were know. great okay, about it. They were great about it. They do they think it's face? No, they don't think it's a face, but I will say they were probably more surprised about me converting to Judaism than they were about me being gay which is like, I think an interesting. An Why interesting... should they be surprised that you get? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have a purse I mean, in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They weren't surprised, but I'll tell you this. You've actually given them a gift. They have something else to talk about in the community. Yeah, they have something they else to say, you know, about. our son, the one who converted to Judaism. They don't say, you know, our son, the gay one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they have to say, you know, you're a black sheep because you converted to gay to uh, Judaism, not because yeah. gay. I love yeah. it. I love it. Give him something else to complain about. Brent, you wanted to ask something? Yeah, yeah. Rana, I, so I want to ask you just to get into sort of uh, uh, modern topics a little bit. What are your thoughts on the Supreme Biden Supreme Court nomination of Katanji uh, Brown Jackson? Brent is a Brent and uh, Alan worked in politics and Brent. They're both very wonky. And Brent is obsessed with the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. We should add. (laughs) What did you do? That's so interesting. What did you do in politics? Does everyone already know? And I'm the jerk for us. No, actually, we don't talk about it that much. I used to work in Democratic politics. I famously worked for Hillary Clinton and Anthony. (laughs) Um, Very famously. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the only ones that I could say that anyone would know. know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Oh, Anthony. Yeah, I know. He'd still probably be a pretty good mayor of New York. He would have been a great mayor of New York. I will say that. He was his politics were spot on. Just his, you know, he was a good politician. He just he just had some personal problems. Mm -hmm. He had had some ego problems about showing. In my life, I'll never forget the footage of him trying to avoid Sydney Leathers going upstairs at McDonald's (laughs) to try to go out the other door, (laughs) and then she there she was. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Yeah. And Brent, what about you? Oh, I didn't work. I don't know why Elliot said that. I, I never work in politics, but you I'm just very love political politics. and I just, love. I just, yeah, yeah, I just love it. Yeah. So the truth is I've had, I've been very distracted by the Ukraine war at the moment. Yes, mm-hmm. So I haven't had, the truth is I don't know everything about her, mm-hmm. uh, but I do, from my understanding is that she's a sort of impeccable choice, you know, that anyone who says no, everyone knows why he's saying no. Let's put right, it that right, way. Yeah, right. Perfect way to say it. Uh, and I think it's absolutely, I mean, do I wish that the face of the Supreme Court reflected the face of this country a little bit more? Absolutely. And anyone that has a problem with her 
then I can throw Amy Coney Barrett right at them and mm-hmm. say, you got yours. We're going to take us. How does that sound? Right. Right. Yeah, they gave you that, you know, but the other but the thing is, my understanding is she's a very thoughtful person it comes from a family. Uh, one of the key things that they're going to have a hard time with is that her family, it, she comes from a law enforcement family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think either her father was a cop or her brother is a cop or maybe both something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean, they having a problem with, I mean, the Republicans, yeah. that they're going to have a hard time turning her down because she can very easily just say, you know, mm-hmm. as the daughter of a cop, bu- 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 bu, you yeah. know, because yeah, obviously yeah. the fear is that you're putting Black Lives Matter on the Supreme Court and that, you know, mm-hmm. the whole country is going to now, you know, go mm-hmm. down to the bottom of the ocean as though it was <laughs> right, right. as though it was on the way somewhere else at the moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but um, she seems like a terrific choice and I hope they get it through quickly. And I hope um, they're and I hope it's not a big divisive thing because we don't need another one of those. Yeah, we don't fights. need that right now. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I, I, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> Uh, I, You're I, nervous. It feels like the nervous. Mitch McConnell <laughs> moment. It feels like the Obama. There were few things, few moments in the modern. I feel that the Mitch McConnell blocking Obama's pick moment Insane. is the was there when you go back and look at you, the sort of goalposts of of how we got to where we are yeah, and why yeah, the parties are so divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was a very big deal. Great. And I think that um, it was a boundary that got crossed with it. If this, then what? Mm-hmm. If we can trample on this, what else can we trample on yeah. and say mm-hmm. and say we won't respect it and we won't do it just because we don't want to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. We, we are dwindling on time, but before do you think we have, we have an audience anymore? Do you think anyone's even listening? Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about diarrhea in the Supreme Court. That's it. <laughs> I will say this is Stephen Breyer, the cutest person that ever lived. I know, man. Oh, that How video about, at, the, at the State of the Union. So cute. Who, me? Who, who me? The, thanking him for his service on the Supreme Court and Supreme Court justice. And his response was, who me? I can't believe you're singling, singling me out. Cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, God. Um, wait, so before we go, I have a couple more questions. One is, well, I'll let Ellen ask the last question. My question yes. is, as a, do you have any advice to give to somebody like me who is a new uncle? And Al, Alan and Brent are both um, uncles of nieces and nephews. I have my first niece who was born uh, almost nine months ago. And Cute. I wonder if you have any advice Never. for me as an uncle. How often are you seeing this gorgeous creature? I will not go more than two months without seeing her. I, I try to see her every month, if not more. Well, I know <laughs> you and your sister are very close. We are. And I, think that there's no better feeling. I know your sister's very busy and mm-hmm. she, you know, and that she, that what I, the only reason I mentioned that is because schedules, it's tough to, yeah. will we be here? Will we be there? Let's be in the same place. Well, you can come that weekend, but maybe I might also have this other thing I have to do. <laughs> and, and the same for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, if she's in LA, well, I have mm-hmm. work and da, yeah. da, da. You're both very busy and successful. Congratulations to Sandy. <laughs> but, but my point is there is no better feeling when you're close with a sibling than seeing them with your child. Mm. Yeah. You really want that, especially brother and a sister. Mm-hmm. You really, and a niece, because it's sort of oh, like yeah. a big brother in exactly. a way, the uncle. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's fabulous. I, the only thing I would say is make the time yeah. and that it doesn't have to be a whole big deal. Right. The nicest and, thing in yeah. the world is just the time spent. It doesn't it. have to be expensive gifts and this and that. Doesn't None of that matters. When people say, oh, I sent you a toy Ferrari for you. Who cares? Yeah. All we want it's to do is always just, the time. Matter. We it's just the want, time yeah. and it's the connection. And, the, and showing that you take an interest in the baby and the baby's life and that you want to be yeah. part of the baby's life. And yeah. I bet you're a terrific uncle anyway. Well, thank you. I, I try. I like to think that. But I if am you a- are looking for any products that you need yeah. recommendations on, I can probably okay. I'll tell you, there's the cutest little kimonos. Is she a, would you think she'd wear a kimono? Yeah, she would. She would wear a kimono like a like a napping kimono. Yes. I don't know what a her style one. is. She wears a lot of neutral muslin. Okay. okay. I know. She I always want of... to send her gifts, but I, I'm, I told Elliot the other day, I'm like, I'm afraid they're, they're not going to like it. She wears a sort of organic, I started laughing. an organic uh, yeah. Yeezy palette. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Sort of, uh, <laughs> earth tones, muslin. Um, very, yeah. Earth, very earth tones, muslin. A lot of that. Okay. So, and what about her shoe, her footwear? Her footwear is usually a, a like a, like a, or like a little n- nothing like too cutesy just like little, yeah. little socks or like no i understand sneakers. Yeah. completely yeah yeah baby steve my granddaughter has a very neutral palette as well uh-huh yeah she looks terrific in a monochrome she really <laughs> exactly. does. that's what that's what we have yeah she's so honestly so gorgeous that it's uh, distracting to put her in anything else yeah so she I, just I sort it. of you let the face shine that's how I uh, ours is, yeah. But there are these terrific kimonos for babies. They're called mm. makie, M-A-K-I-E. Very chic. Okay, I'm going to do that. So if M-A-K-I-E. you get those and they haven't heard of them, then shame on them and you win that round. <laughs> okay, I know, good. I'm sure there's a Brooklyn element going on. Fair Maybe you can go to their site and they can fig- you can figure out who's if they sell them there. But don't order them from there. Order them from a place in Los Angeles called Tortoise. Okay. Oh. Which and is will... some sort of a Japanese import shop in Venice. Yeah. So you can either order it from them or you can order it from Makie directly. And okay. I would for her, I would just go plain white. OK, that's probably I, would, I don't know her coloring because they have a gray, a gray and white stripe and a white. But I feel for her, it should be white. It'll be white. It'll be yeah. white. And my mom will be so jealous because she, all she wants to do is all she wants to do is buy her stuff. Clothes, 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 clothes. Yeah. And me making a very stylized choice, I think, will make my mom very jealous. <laughs> Which you, you are. Mean, you mean, are you saying Sandy buys a lot of things and they get returned? Is that what you're saying? Yes, she's a, yeah. she's a Marshall's queen. And yeah. my sister's like, I you can, I don't want all these, it's you know, junk. they want to be. This is junk. Yeah, we don't want yeah. junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sandy's a cottage gal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Alan, you have the last things. Yes. So we share a a mutual person in common. One of my best friends in the world, Sam Kiefer, audio engineer. Oh, my God. How'd you get mixed up with him? Well, it's a long story, but it involves nudity in a gym. And I was going to say, does it involve a pool table? And uh, no, it doesn't involve nail polish. It doesn't involve that. We we met in a very sort of mask place that was also very gay, which is very strange. Anyway, he's a worker outer. He is. He is. I love him so much, but he is a big admirer of yours. And he sent in a question that he said I had to ask you. So he said, boy, I admire you so much in your detail in your and your detail in which you take care of yourself. What are three essentials that you'd recommend for someone who's just learning to take care of themselves, which that is Sam. 
I would say that. Well, first of all, Sam isn't just learning to take care of himself. Sam used to text me all the time and say, what sort of sunscreen should I be using? What sort of this should I be using? What sort of that should I be using? Mm -hmm. And I would have to keep saying to him, Sam, you're only supposed to have this number for professional obligations. This is not this is not a hotline. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I can never look my turn up my nose at a person in need. So I would write back to him and say, try this La Roche Posay. Try this. Try that. And I was always very mindful of my budget versus Sam's budget. And I'm not saying Sam I've has a small budget. Don't worry. I'm just saying I have a very high budget. <laughs> So, you know, you don't want to be out of, you know, you ask the Queen of England, what do you eat with? You know, yeah, it's, it's a sterling silver fork. Not, you know, it's not, you know, or 14 of them. But yeah. and in any event, what are the three things I would say to a person who's starting to take care of themselves? Yeah, that, that you would. What are the three steps, the three essential things what person should do to start taking care, take care of themselves? Well, I think hygiene is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. I yeah. just think that. And we're not talking about, you know, putting on a face of makeup or a tinted moisturizer or this or that. That to me is all window dressing. However you want to appear to the world is up to you. But if you're telling me that you're starting to take care of yourself, that implies to me that you want to be a bit more together of a person. Hmm. So I think grooming and hygiene, very important. Meaning if you're a guy, you have to get your hair cut. And you have to figure out what to do with it. And when you show up to work, your clothes should look neat. And when you, you know, that sort of, even if you have long hair or whatever you do, you should just look like, even if you're a casual person, which I know you're all Angelina. So everything is streetwear, streetwear, streetwear. <laughs> That's right. That can be still, that streetwear can still be clean and put together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crisp. Sure. You don't have to look like you crawled out of a laundry pile. Right. But I would say exfoliation is incredibly important. Key. Yes. Uh, and moisture, moisturizing, of course. And that's, you know, I think some people think these are things you only do to your face. And I think that these are things you do to your whole body. Yes. Mm. Uh, but I think part of self-care is sort of stopping and asking yourself, I'm afraid of sounding like one of these cuckoo people we were talking about with the vaccines, <laughs> but, but stopping and asking yourself, what isn't really worth, you know, taking yeah. a, a gander at the operating system. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about weight or this or that. I'm talking about things that are bothering you mm -hmm. that are a problem for you, not for anybody else, but you feel a sort of roadblocks. And I think often what happens is life moves pretty quickly and we don't take time to sort of take a breath and say, what do I actually need in this moment? And what I don't mean is, I do think people take this too far and then they sort of, everything is me, 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 me in every mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. And I, th yeah. I think part of being a balanced person is always understanding, taking the temperature of the, the holistic situation. Yeah. But I don't think people stop and take stock enough mm. and sort of say, okay, do I really want to go to this thing? I actually don't want to go to this thing. I think yeah. of what I want to do is I want to take a breath. What I would feel better to me instead of going to this thing, because I think I have to go to this thing because I da, 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 now my brain is racing and now I'm anxious and now, yeah. da, 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 you know, just saying, what do I really want to do? Tuning into that for a second, taking a walk, mm. taking a breath, pouring yourself, whatever it is, mm -hmm. a, a glass of water, a glass of juice, a glass of wine, 
sitting with yourself yeah. is usually the first step. And it's often a very hard thing to do because I think we spend yeah. years piling on and on and on yeah. on top of that. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I'm going to go sit on this bench for 10 minutes and read the New Yorker yeah. or read the just that I haven't had a chance to catch up on this or that. You know, what I'm going to do I'm going to sit down. And I'm not going to feel badly about sitting down. Mm-hmm. And do, you I know, I used so to bad. love airplanes because you couldn't be down. online. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why you like hurts, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's why that is why I, I, I just I love disconnecting on an airplane. I don't want to buy the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I, like, I don't I used either. to love flying oh. anywhere. I'd buy five magazines and yes. I'd sit down and I'd have a drink and I would just read yeah. and maybe yeah. I'd fall asleep and maybe I wouldn't. And I instead, it's, you know, people want to know why they can't stream Amazon. What are you so desperate? <laughs> no. I Do, I, can I get 18 episodes of this right now? I mean, you know, unless it's a 12 hour flight and I don't know what the you know. Yeah. Good, Thank goodness you caught up on nailed it. You know, know, otherwise you'd have nothing to talk about when you got to the other side. Oh my God. Your advice is just perfect. And people should obviously uh, continue. Sam's not going to like that advice. He wanted me to tell him to get a certain kind of socks, a certain kind of underwear. And he's very specific. And we tell him things. (laughs) He he wants a list. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Well, thank you. Give Sam my love, dear. Give Sam my love. I will. We we can't thank you enough for being here. Has he converted Uh, to Judaism? Yeah. Sam Sam has not converted to Judaism. I wouldn't shock him me. to. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He would. Yeah. He, he, he looks, I mean, he looks a little Semitic to me. He, oh, <laughs> no, he, he could a little. He could pass. He he's could, a, he's just he a could, pass. But he could pass for Irish. He could pass for Jewish. Yeah. He could pass That's for true. Italian. He's like he a typical pass, Midwesterner. Yeah. We could pass he's for got, a lot of different things. Yeah, he could pass for a bunch like of different Like things. an Adam Arkin type. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. Anyway. On that note, Rana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Ask Rana, of course. And where would you like to be followed, if so, online? They can, I suppose, follow me at Ask Rana or at Rana Glickman on the internet. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Rana. So much. We loved having you. Oh, thank you for having me, Diaz. And another thing. So what is it that you guys bring when invited to, I wasn't even, not even a dinner party because I don't, I don't get invited to dinner parties, but what, (laughs) (laughs) what do you bring when you get invited to, let's say a housewarming party? What's your, your, your gift of choice? I mean, I guess you can, I can start by saying Brent. (laughs) uh, uh, Elliot always says I bring the quote gas station spread because I, uh, whenever I go to a small get together, I bring chips and candy bars. But yeah, you'll bring that's an open you sleeve eat. of Oreos to a party and, and say that that's your contribution. <laughs> well, I don't think I've been to a housewarming party. Or does any party? Uh, like, you go over to, like, Elliot's place or my place. Like, do you bring I, something? I mean, I, just, I, bring, I, bring, I bring beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's usually what I bring. I and like if, bring and if a person just had a baby, I'll bring the giving tree. That's, like, my baby. Oh, yeah. see, that is so sweet and thoughtful. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I like, I like uh, uh, you, I, you were talking the other day when we were somewhere about bringing a bottle of wine, which I feel like is the sort of boring thing that I will, you know, well, I like to bring desserts because I love desserts, but when you bring wine, what did you say was your reasoning for bringing that bottle of wine? Oh, I just, I just choose whatever like label speaks to me. (laughs) Whatever label is like the prettiest and it's not over like $20, then I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) Yes. That seems, it's so funny to like that, 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 that choice that, we we all have to essentially make is like going into a wine store not if you're not if you don't know anything about wine like i do you you don't there, i don't know 
It's so weird. But also, go on besides like, is it pretty and is it under 20? Like, it's such a bizarre marketplace to me. It's it's one yeah. of the strangest products. I had the same thought recently. I'm shopping for wine. I'm in Ralph's and mm-hmm. there's hundreds of bottles. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking as if there's any different, as if I would understand the difference. Well, I mean, no, but I'm looking can. at the label. I'm looking at the font. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm looking at, right. you know, the price. And you're, and you're like, who fucking... I've who never not, tasted knows? wine that tasted any different than any other wine. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I think the choosing of wine, of, of specific wine bottles is a thing, but choosing the type of wine you bring, I think is also very important because that's true. if you're having a dinner, let's say, if you're coming to a dinner and you're bringing a bottle of wine and it's like, uh, you know, I don't know, if you're having like seafood, for example, at this dinner, you're not going to bring a red wine. You're going to bring a white wine. You're going to bring a light wine. You know what oh, I mean? Right. Or like, there's like a, I think that's more of, it can hone sort of your shopping of wine. I am a wine person. So like, I understand that part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think that like, it's more about the type of wine you bring. If you're just going to a social thing, bring a rosé, bring something mm. light, something airy, maybe even mm. something bubbly. You know what I mean? You're going to a dinner party, bring something that's applicable to the dinner. If you're having steak, bring a red wine, things like that. I don't think I've ever been invited to a party truly fancy enough where I would know what the meal would be beforehand. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that with judgment. I'm saying like that's that yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I do I t- know white wine with fish, red wine with steak. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to. I don't know. I think I don't know. It's strange. I I will often bring a desserty thing, or if I'm bringing mm-hmm. like a if it's like a social thing, I'll often bring a drink that I know I'll drink because I often don't drink at parties and right. stuff because um, I'm usually the driver. So uh-huh. I often am just sort of, I'm going to bring the the drink that I like to drink. Or I drink a, what's that orange soda drink? Um, it's like orange, orange Gina. Juice orange Gina. Thank you. I bring like an orange Gina. They make that still? Oh yeah. You can get it at the Gelson's here oh. on Franklin. It's delicious. But then Michael will sometimes um, also want to bring, I mean, we bring desserts and stuff and he, he yeah. tends to order a lot of desserts or food. And so we come with a lot <laughs> of stuff to parties. I like love when, we that. La- when we last went to your place, Elliot, we mm-hmm. brought like a lot of chicken tenders Portos. from Carl's Jr. Oh, and the oh, no. one week I miss, the one yeah. week I miss. Yeah, yeah, we brought, oh, that's right, we had the pizza too. We had the pizza once too. Um, yeah. Yeah, we tend to order big and then have a lot of leftovers, which I mean, hey, not, nothing wrong with that. Hey. I only wish that they still made orbits so Brent could bring orbits to, to the housewarming parties. <laughs> that was that was that weird soda that had like floaty gelatin floaty, balls like, disgust- in it. It was Ew. like disgusting was boba. Disgusting. Yeah, it was awful, but I loved buying it because it looked so cool. Were you ever into clearly Canadian? <laughs> well, no. I loved a clearly Canadian. I remember that from the night. So 90s. good. They tried to bring that back recently. It's back. Oh, is it back back? Yeah, I thought they brought it back to with um with Fresca, not Fresca, uh, Lacroix. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's so sweet. In fact, I bought it recently, and it's it is delicious. But like, it it tastes sweeter than even regular sodas now. I, I think it makes sense that I loved it as a kid, and and it's it's almost it's almost too sweet now. As it yeah, is. I do love yeah. a Lacroix. I love a Lacroix. What would your aunt say? What would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show? Brent, you've never bought a bottle of wine in your life above five dollars. <laughs> she knows you so well. Yeah, right. My aunt Joanne would say, I think I found my soulmate. Rana <laughs> Glickman. <laughs> she said everything I've ever wanted to say. <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, I wish someone would tell me to boycott chocolate. My ass keeps getting bigger. 
Mm, <laughs> like so cappy. I love it. Cartoon. I love. I love Anne Anne. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your day. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is where you say your name. This is oh like Elliot being on a radio morning DJ. <laughs> what in the world? Enjoy, enjoy your day. Your day. Have, a little, going have great. a little time and enjoy the view. I'm Elliot Blazer. I'm back. In I am time. Brent Sullivan. Alan, don't talk over my right. name. <laughs> Take I am Brent, Brent Sullivan. Sullivan. <gasps> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm H. Allen Scott. Bye. Boycott Disney.